Welcome to the Christ-Centered Body Image Podcast. I'm your host, Sharissa. I'm an online nutrition coach and the founder of Christ-Centered Body Image, an in-depth course on body image from a biblical perspective. I love learning about the Bible, doing fitness, and helping people improve their eating habits. This podcast exists to share more information to those who are interested in learning about a God, Christ, and biblical perspective of the body. My hope is that the information and experiences shared here from myself and guests help you to change the way you view and relate to your body from God's perspective. Looking forward to having you on the show. Hi, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Christ-Centered Body Image Podcast. It has been a while. If you had been listening and if you've been tuning in to all the previous episodes, there were 12. Thanks so much for hanging in there and for listening. I have been away for a few months. I started a school of discipleship at the end of August, and the past four months, I have been deep in the school of discipleship, and it has been amazing, and it's also been a lot of work. I highly recommend, um, if anybody has the opportunity and God feels them called to a school of discipleship or something really deep. Uh, where you're going to be being in the Word of God and focusing on Him. Uh, it's amazing. So I'm on a little bit of a break right now, and I'm going to be uploading and recording more podcasts for the Christ-Centered Body Image Podcast. So today on this episode, we are talking about healthy body image. What is that? What would that look like in our daily life? When we talk about body image, we might talk a lot about having negative body image or struggling with our body image, or maybe in our culture or in media, you hear about body positivity and body acceptance. So today I want to talk a little bit about those things, but let's also kind of define what a healthy body image would look like so that it's not just body positivity and it's not just body acceptance, but what would having a healthy relationship or view of our body look like? Now, the first thing I want to start out with going over is the definition of body image, which is our feelings about and perceptions of our body. So again, how we feel about and how we perceive our body. And with, let's say, negative body image, we're feeling negatively about or perceiving our body negatively. And then on the, maybe the opposite side of the spectrum, if we're thinking about body image on a, on a spectrum, on a range of how we view and feel and perceive our bodies, the other end might be positive body image or body positively, where we feel positively about our body. We perceive our body positively. I really like thinking about body image on a spectrum because I, honestly feel like at any given time, any day, we might um, be at different places on this spectrum of body image. So if you can visualize this in your head, I'm a very visual person. Imagine, you know, a spectrum that goes from, let's say, your left all the way to your right. If you were to like hold your hands out and let's say negative body image or like the bad, if you will, I don't really like using that word, but the negative perceptions we have of our body all the way to the far end of the spectrum would be like positive feelings about our body. And then in the middle, we would have things, let's say like body neutrality, body respect, body body appreciation, body acceptance. We also possibly could have in there things um, like we could, let's say, love our body. We mentioned body positivity, but there also could be 
feelings of, let's say, just body image, let's say freedom, if you will, uh, where you really just have this freeness from worrying about your body is how I would honestly describe and give a definition to what that term would be. So we have this image and something else, or we have the spectrum and something else I like to talk about with body image is having an awareness of our body image of our current relationship with our body and where we're at right now, but also an awareness or uh, of where we would like our relationship to be with our body, what we would, where we kind of would like our body image to be in the future. Personally, for me, if I'm thinking about my body image, how I feel about and perceive my body and the relationship I would like to have with my body is I would like to have a healthy body image. I would also like to respect and appreciate and accept. And like I mentioned, some degree of body image freedom where I'm not thinking about my body. I'm not obsessing over it or I'm not fixating on it. Um, perhaps there's also uh, days where I might need some body neutrality. <laughs> uh, so. But today I want to talk about healthy body image. Now, let's also go over the definition of healthy. I love this definition of healthy. It is when something is working according to its design. So if I were to have a healthy body image, my body image would be working according to its design. So what would the design be then? I would honestly venture to say that the design of our body image or relationship with our body would, if we were to look at Genesis in the Bible and where in Genesis, Adam and Eve were in the good creation, the good world that God created, and they were naked and unashamed. They had no self-consciousness of their body, of being naked, of shame or wanting to hide because of their perceptions and their feelings about their body. So their original design would have been completely like unashamed, unexposed, free from shame about it. They would be completely like comfortable in their body. They would um, have just, they wouldn't even be thinking about it. Like they wouldn't even need to, let's say, accept the skin that they were in because they were working according to their design. They were just, you know, there <laughs> doing their thing. I don't know. So, but the thing is, is we live in a fallen world. So we can't necessarily get back to that original design. However, what we can do is with awareness and work and renewing our mind about how we think about and perceive our bodies, we can heal and make progress with our body image toward a healthy body image or closer to a healthy body image or closer to that um, maybe ideal relationship with our body and with our body image that we might want to have. And a caveat I always say is like, we may never arrive at completely healing our body image or having this amazing relationship with our body or um, that our body image is like perfect, especially in this world where we feel pressure all the time to change our bodies and to look a certain way and where bodies are standardized and elevated and bodies and beauty are worshipped. In this world, we are definitely never going to arrive at it. And it's going to be honestly, an up and a down. From my own experience, like we have good days and we have bad days. Even honestly, and how God has worked 
in my life and changed my relationship with my body, with fitness, with nutrition. I have good days and bad days. And there are some days where I struggle too. But if you are listening to this, my hope is that as women who, let's say, share the same heart and the mindset, and they really want to have a healthy relationship with their bodies and a body image um, that is more in alignment with what God says and what the Bible says and not the world. So again, while we're never going to have that perfect body image or relationship with our body in this world, we can make progress. So a healthy body image. If we are looking at a healthy body image through the filter of that definition, feelings about and perceptions of our body, that means we would feel healthy about our body and perceive our body in a in a healthy way. <laughs> so as I already mentioned, a great starting point would be to know and to accept that our bodies are not perfect and they never will be. You've probably heard the quote, and this is honestly just one that I personally don't agree with, is you are, you're perfect the way you are. Or even you might see aspirational things on social media that's telling you like your body's perfect the way it is or whatever it is. I feel like those sentiments just really miss the mark because in this culture and in this world, that's like a diet culture and this industry that is telling us we need to change and fix our bodies and tell us that our bodies need to be perfect. Our bodies are not perfect and they never will be because we live in this fallen world. So we honestly can stop trying to perfect our bodies or to even fix our bodies. All these efforts that we, that we engage in to try and to fix them, to try and make them perfect or abuse them because they're not perfect are all futile because like the reality is, is our bodies are not perfect and they never will be, especially in this fallen world. In this fallen world, we have broken bodies. We have bodies that do not work the way they're supposed to. And that's evident all over the place with how they get diseased, with how they we experience illnesses. So that's one thing with health, having a healthy body image is I feel like knowing that your body's not perfect and it never will be. And I really think that accepting that is so helpful. And that's something that I have found really helpful, at least for me and in my life, is that I will never have the perfect body and trying to diet and exercise to get it to some unrealistic standard of a body is just so empty. Um, We hear things in the Bible saying, we chase these empty things. It's like chasing the wind. Um, You'll keep chasing it and you'll never find what you're looking for. And you're always going to be unhappy. Um, So Again, the first, I would say the first um, aspect of having a healthy body image is really um, is making peace with uh, the fact that we aren't going to have perfect bodies, except that our bodies aren't perfect. They never will be in this world. Something that John Kleinig says, and he has a book called, I think it's Wonderfully Made, and it's a Protestant theology of the body, and it's a really good book. But he also says is that we are chasing this thing of what we call the body beautiful, and we're never going to have that until we get to heaven. So I'll just repeat it again, that we are never going to have a perfect body. Our bodies are not perfect. And accepting that is a really helpful way to having a, a healthy body image, having a healthy relationship with your body. Another way or another, let's say, aspect of having a healthy body image is I would say 
accepting that a changing body is a part of, it's like a normal part of being human. I'm not sure if anyone else would agree with me, but it seems like women spend so, us as women spend so much time not only trying to like fix or change our bodies, but also obsessing over beauty and trying to stay young for whatever reason youth is also like elevated and idealized in our age. And so a changing body is a normal part of the, of the human experience. So not only is it normal to, let's say age, especially in this fallen world, but also it's normal that our, for our bodies to change when we expect and let's that for our bodies to never change and our weight to never change. And we have this unhealthy relationship to our bodies changing when it does change. It honestly freaks us out. (laughs) If we're always expecting to say step on the scale and for that weight to always be the same and you freak out if there's any small little changes, that is an unhealthy relationship with your body and with the scale. And it's also unrealistic. So I would say part of having a healthy body image is being realistic and realizing and accepting and wrapping your mind around like the body is going to change. It's completely normal for our bodies to change. And when we're not leaving room for our bodies to change, it can really get us into some, let's say, sticky situations. I really believe that bodies, it's normal for them to fluctuate in a window of like between five and 10 pounds, like daily and even seasonally. And that's something I'm honestly kind of learning and have been reflecting on and chewing on in this season of my life. I mean, I started this podcast in the summer and I would say it was honestly actually in the winter time that God really started to work on healing my relationship with food and with body and fitness. And so then I've had different seasons with experiencing this different relationship with, with my body and with food. And something I'm noticing is that in the season of winter, your body is definitely different. Um, and even our, let's say, motivations are different. In the summertime, for example, like I love the sunshine. I am totally a sunshine girl and I just want to be out in the sun outside all the time. I was in the summer, I was always going for walks. I got to start running again this summer because my ankle had finally healed from it being sprained. So I got to hike and I honestly got to be doing more working out this summer because finally my ankle had healed. But so I was really like active and just outside this the summer. And so I guess the rhythms that I was in because of that season of it being summertime were different than now that it's winter. And if you all know, I live in San Diego, you might laugh, especially the the fact that I grew up in upstate New York and the San Diego winters are nothing compared to upstate New York winters. But still in the season right now here in San Diego, it's cooler. It's raining a lot. So it's honestly kind of cold. And I find that Because it's cold and raining outside, I'm not wanting to be outside. I'm wanting to be inside a lot. So then my rhythms, if you will, and my movement has changed. I'm not moving as much. And even being like winter, um, I guess my cravings for food are different in that because it's cold, I'm wanting more like hot and comfort foods. And so as a result, I genuinely feel like my body is changing and my body is probably maybe a little bit heavier because it's winter time. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just part of the fact that there's different seasons and with different seasons are going to come different rhythms with moving, different rhythms with our eating patterns. And it's just part of just normal life. Um, and 
so again, so, uh, so the second thing about having a healthy body image is just realizing that a normal part, uh, or a changing body is normal. It's totally normal for our bodies to change. It's totally normal for us to, to age and for our skin to change and for us to gain weight or then even lose weight and to fluctuate, um, seasonally and even like weekly. Um, and even women, if, You've listened to the podcast before. I think I've probably talked about infradian rhythms and our menstrual cycle can change our weight and even how we feel in our bodies. So I highly recommend uh, accepting and wrapping your mind around, around and having this perception that changing body is normal. Give your body room to change. Don't force your body to be in this little box that it isn't meant to be. And our bodies are honestly really smart and amazing. The way God has designed our bodies is incredible. Oh my gosh, incredible. All right. So another a part of what was kind of briefly mentioned this, but yeah, having a healthy body image is also accepting that aging is a normal part of the human experience. Uh, <laughs> here's an interesting. Here's an interesting take on this. So, for example, over this last year or who knows how long, I definitely have more grays and white hairs coming in. And this is just the perception that I have is that I'm like, oh, wow, goodness gracious. I have grays coming in. That means I'm getting older. And but also at the same time, some people who are younger just by genetics, like have like gray hair coming in when they're younger. And for me, I guess part of having a healthy relationship with my body and healthy body image is I'm letting my grays come in. I'm honestly trying to like resist the urge to like dye my hair, cover them up and honestly just like be comfortable in how my body changes naturally. Um, so that's just something to think about. There's actually somebody that I don't know if I am accurate in my thoughts or not, but she is pretty well known. I would say in the like Christian's sphere and I've noticed that it seems like she has just let her natural like grays or whites, whatever you want to call them, just come in and she hasn't colored her hair or anything. And I just have so much respect for that. And I don't know if that's if she's like doing it for any specific pur purpose or if she has the same perspective I have where she's thinking about like, why would I need to like cover up the grays? Um, Is it because I need to cover up that I'm older or whatever? So anyway. I just like when I see her and I see the fact that she is letting her natural hair just grow in, I'm like, yes, I love that. And that's something that I honestly just want to try to do. But that's not to say that it's wrong or bad to do that because I wear makeup, I wear foundation and I get my eyebrows done and I wear mascara. So there's nothing wrong with beauty, especially if it makes you like feel good. But there is this delicate line of being cross of where you feel like perhaps like you just can't live like without it, but there's nothing wrong with wanting to feel beautiful and beautifying yourself in a way that you are comfortable with. So another part of having healthy body image and having a healthy relationship with your body, I would say it would be acceptance in the way God has made you. So I think about Psalm 139 and how it talks about God knit you and formed you. He made you in your mother's womb. So specifically, like he gave you the color of your eyes. He gave you the color of your hair, the color of your skin. And he also formed you to be a certain height. And I would say that it even includes like the shape of your body, how long your torso is, how long your limbs are, 
perhaps even let's say the width of your shoulders or the width of your hips, like God carefully formed you and crafted you. Can you accept that? Can you accept the way that he made you? And also that he's made so many people different. He made everyone to look so different. So can you respect and accept and appreciate the way that he formed you? Um, also, there's a scripture, Romans 9. I'm so sorry that I don't remember specifically, but it's basically saying to the creator, like, why have you made me this way? And so which side, I guess, of that coin are you on? Are you on the coin of saying like, why did you make me this way? Or are you trying to be on this healthier side where you are accepting the way God made you, the way he knit you, the way he formed you? I've always loved the image of the musculoskeletal system and that God knit us and formed us. And you even think about knitting and knitting is so just careful. Um, I don't knit, but I know people who do and how just intricate like each little stitch is and it's purposeful and it's intricate and it, God is so involved in that and he made you and he knit you together on purpose. And okay, so here is a little bit of a perspective shift. I don't know if this will help you or not, but for me, I know that there are parts of my body that I don't like. And I'm not asking you to like love your body either. You don't have to love your body to accept your body. Um, you don't have to love your body also to accept that it isn't perfect. However, you can um, like choose by faith to like believe that the shape and make of your body is how God formed you personally. I want to, personally for me, I want to accept and not hate what God has made and said is good. And a healthy body image also involves respecting your body, and it falls into what I was just, all I was just saying previously. Like there might be parts you don't like. But I'm going to choose to not abuse it and try to see it differently and respect it and appreciate it. So one thing that you can do is also list 10 things about your body that you appreciate, 10 things that your body does for you on a daily basis. Um, and it could be specifically things like, oh, like I like my hair. I like my wrists. I like my fingers. I like my fingernails. And it could be things like, oh, my body, like the way my wrists and my hands work to help me cook food during the day or the way my feet and my ankles and my legs walk and move to help me move around. So those are kind of two different ways that you can list things that you appreciate about your body, that you like about your body, and 10 things that your body does for you on a daily basis. And you can even change the stories in your head, the narratives in your head about your body and certain parts of your body. So this is where I started to say, uh, maybe change your perspective a little bit and see if that might be helpful. So for me, um, as I mentioned, there's been parts of my body that I don't like, and I definitely have a healthier relationship with them these days. And um, so, for example, <laughs> oh man, I mentioned I sprained my ankle. So about a year ago, I sprained my ankle. I was carrying a hundred pound sandbag. I stepped into a hole and just rolled my ankle and sprained it pretty bad. And my ankle got super swollen and it was crazy how swollen it got and out of shape it got. And previously, um, I have had a relationship with my ankles where I honestly didn't like them. And honestly, that comes from um, more or less things that people said to me in my childhood. But once that, after spraining my ankle and seeing how huge and swollen it was, and it really made me appreciate my other ankle and be like, wow, that ankle is really not um, as big as I thought it was, which this is, it's funny because I laugh at this, but it can, it really just honestly helped me appreciate um, my ankles in a different way. And specifically, like once my ankle healed, 
and I was able to use it. And now I'm able to run and do things. It's really made me appreciate that part of my body in such a different way. So all that to be said is talking about uh, your body stories. And so changing your body stories is another way that you can have a healthy relationship with your body. So if you have specific stories towards specific parts of your body, I highly encourage you to identify them, become aware of them, and then change that narrative and that story that you have towards that specific part of your body. Like I was mentioning, appreciating your legs for what they do. And so I was began to appreciate my ankles in a whole new way, but even appreciating your legs in a whole different way that your legs are strong, that they can squat a lot. They can do super cool things like uh, sandbags, cleans and squats or whatever it might be that you can jump really high um, or that they help you to run, change your body stories. Another aspect of healthy body image is also accepting what size your body wants and needs to be at. For a long time, I was trying to keep and force my body to be a certain size and I had to let that go. And honestly, let my weight and body normalize to be what it wanted and needed it to be rather than for me to control it. And for me, that ends up being um, heavier than I was trying to honestly force myself and make it to be and several sizes bigger. But I'm honestly free from the bondage of obsessing over that. I can't even explain to you how amazing it is that I'm not constantly like worried about when I step on the scale, oh my gosh, is it still going to be the number that I'm wanting it to be and trying to force it to be? Or am I still going to fit into these clothes that I'm trying to force myself like into? In the moment, I had no idea that I was like trying to force myself into them. But now to have the freedom where I'm like, okay, like these are the clothes that fit and feel good. And that this is the size that I'm going to get because it fits and feel go- feels good. I never have to worry anymore about going into my drawer. And wondering like, oh no, are these clothes still going to fit me because I've let my body normalize and that's just okay. And also just understanding too, like the stories that we have towards, um, let's say even sizes in our heads, like clothes are just a piece of fabric and whatever size that they are, don't determine your value or your worth. So that's just something that helps with having a healthy body image is changing the narrative and the stories that we have in our head towards the sizes. Um, get clothes that are comfortable. It's so much better to be comfortable in your clothes. And that can also help with, I don't know if it's having healthy body image, but like clothes that you feel good in. It's so much more important that you feel good in your clothes. Um, also another aspect of having a healthy body image is what I found is talking about, let's say cellulite. Um, I would say accepting that cellulite is normal. I feel like cellulite is something that is certainly like demonized and there's a whole industry that it's trying to, this like dedicated to removing it and getting rid of it. But honestly, changing your perspective and like your thought process around cellulite is really helpful. Um, so something that's helped me is to look at cellulite as something that is like on a factual and a biological or scientific level. So for one, just like data, is cellulite's pretty normal. Um, a majority of people have it and women of all sizes and shapes have cellulite. And so cellulite is, if you were to Google it, it's a very common harmless skin condition that causes lumpy, dis- dimpled flesh in the thighs, hips, buttocks, and abdomen. Um, but basically cellulite is fat, just f- is fat found just beneath the surface of the skin. And the reason that it looks the way that it does is because it's fat that's kind of sticking out or bulging through our web of our connective tissue. So you think about a net, um, a, if you have a net that's trying to keep uh, some stuff 
uh, like holding in fat, if the net's too loose or too tight, the fat pokes out. And so when you're young, your connective tissues might hold fat in, but as you age, it might start to poke out leading to that appearance. But oftentimes appearance of cellulite has nothing to do with a person's weight. And it does, it is said to be influenced possibly by hormones, age or genetics, but it's really just a thing that happens because of our connective tissue, (laughs) Um, because of having fat cells and having connective tissue that it's poking through and just kind of like neutralizing um, those thoughts is super helpful. And that perspective to cellulite is super helpful. These are just some things of what I find that can be helpful to having a healthy body image. And oh, just one thing I'll add really quick is a healthy body image also involves viewing your body for what it can do, for what it's capable of, all the amazing things that it does. As I mentioned, like standing, walking, running, grabbing things. Um, it creates life. It gives birth. And if you're a fitness person, specifically a CrossFit person, think about all the cool things that you get to do with your body and the cool things it can do, the gymnastics things, the Olympic weightlifting things. Our body is incredible the way God has knit it and just the fact that it is also his creation like he created it and what he created is good the fact that he created us to have a body that means our bodies matter matter matters and our bodies are good i hope this was helpful for you i hope that this will give you some fresh perspective to having a healthy body image or what a healthy body image can look like and what some things are that you might want to work on so thank you so much for listening and i look forward to having you on another episode of the christ Center body image podcast